Can a nurse-run company successfully provide client-centric software and EHR consulting to healthcare facilities and hospital systems around the country? Let's talk about making such a dream a reality with our guest, Aaliyah Aaron, right here on episode 260 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello. Welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful you're here. I'm always grateful you're here. Whether it's your first time or you've been listening for months or maybe even years, thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, diatribes, ideas, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, technology, medicine, nursing, and beyond. And did you know you can leave a rating and review for The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find the show when you rate it one star to five stars and write a review. And if you email me at keith at nursekeith.com, let me know you did so. I will read your review and thank you personally on air. So if you would do that for me, pretty please, I would greatly appreciate it. Meanwhile, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 260. So today we're welcoming friend of the pod, Aaliyah Aaron, founder of AMR Healthcare Consulting, and we will dig deep into her bio. So Aaliyah, I want to jump right in and we'll get to your history and the company soon. But what does it mean to be, well, what does it mean to you to be a nurse who's created your own software and EHR consulting firm? What's that like for you? Well, thank you. Sure. Thanks, Keith, for having me on the episode. Um, I'm very excited. And, you know, for me as a nurse, started out in ICU and trauma and to have taken the journey into software development and implementation, it's very exciting. Um, It has been a learning journey for me. And, you know, in healthcare, just like IT, there's always... there are always new technologies and new care paths that you have to learn. And so it's always an exciting journey to um, be in that space. Yeah, it is exciting. And I know you have a BSN from Winston-Salem State, and you also have a Master of Science in Health Systems Management from George Mason University. Yes. And you're a full-stack software developer, and you're, you've been committed to empowering women and minorities to get into business and get into technology. So is a Master's of Science in Health Systems Management, is that a form of uh, I guess you would say informatics leadership? Um, it's all encompassing, actually. Um, health systems management really focuses on the foundation of healthcare leadership, um, principles, pieces of quality, effort, and technology. And so I chose to go down the, the path of health systems management rather than just nursing informatics per se, because I wanted a more, a broader um, perspective in a leadership role. Okay. And does that mean that you've worked like as a, as a manager or have you worked as an informatics nurse? How did the, all this come? Like, what did you actually do for a job once you got this particular master's degree, for instance? Right. Okay. So I'll tell you, so I was actually working, um, 
my my chosen path was, like I said, trauma and ICU. And so I was working as a travel nurse across the U.S. And I decided that I wanted to take a step back from patient care full time and rather focus on another aspect of nursing, which led me into research. So I worked as a research nurse for um, a couple years with the National Institutes of Health. And while I was in graduate school at George Mason studying health systems management, one of my professors was the CMIO for the Veterans Health Administration. And part of my master's program was to study and learn the intricacies of the VISTA, which is their, was their open platform system. It was their EHR. So I took an interest in that, and my professor realized that I was particularly intrigued. And so it's, he invited me to come and work as a consultant for the Veterans Health Administration. Hmm. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I was early on in my career and just kind of testing out the waters because I was really focused on research at the time. So um, I worked as a healthcare IT consultant, nurse informatics, if you will, for the Veterans Health Administration. And I really under started to really understand how Clinical care impacts the technology and, and vice versa. So I, I was actually hired on by one of the larger EHR vendors after leaving the Veterans Health Administration to come on as a quality consultant and really um, work with them on developing and implementing their solutions across the country to hospitals. And so that was one of my first roles, the Veterans Administration working with the vendor as a nurse informaticist, because it allowed me to really bridge my clinical knowledge that I've been working on for those, those years as a nurse with my knowledge around technology and the improvements of, of care. I see. So you, when you said you did travel nursing, so you traveled around doing all sorts of acute care nursing, like at the bedside, right? Right. When, once I graduated, I went straight into ICU and I worked at the bedside with patients in intensive care and trauma units. And I continued to work at the bedside as a travel nurse in various hospitals across the country as an ICU nurse or critical care nurse or trauma nurse. So that's what that travel nurse and it was it was super fun. <laughs> right. So for someone out there listening, thinking, oh, she just does software and stuff. You've actually been boots on the ground working with patients. You totally understand what the bedside is like, right? Oh, completely. I've been a nurse. I've been in healthcare for over 20 years. I started off while I was in college working as a nursing assistant. Um, and then I worked as a full-time nurse at the bedside starting right after college. And I still have an active Florida nursing license where I still work PRN, which is kind of as needed with facilities here in the area, maybe once um, a month, I'll pick up a shift because that really helps me keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on at the bedside and patient care and working with the clinicians in the facilities and kind of understand what their troubles and what some of the gaps are. And then I bring that back to, I call it my, my creative lab, um, as I work with clients on developing solutions and process and software to really help tackle some of those issues at the bedside. I see. Well, that's smart. So I guess one of the things I'd like to understand is how, when, and why did you make the decision that you wanted to actually start a full-fledged company and leave the bedside and be 
be a full-time nurse entrepreneur and innovator. How did that all come about? Well, working, having experience, have worked, you know, at the bedside as a nurse researcher, as an informaticist with some of the uh, vendors and for the Veterans Health Administration, so forth. Combining all of those experiences, I wanted, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, right? Even growing up, you know, selling candy and this and that. (laughs) So I've always wanted to venture out onto the entrepreneurial side. So I had to wait until it was the right time. And I felt in 2010 that it was the right time because I had identified a gap in care. And that gap was with having worked for some of the larger organizations that develop products and working to implement those, I saw that when I worked with these specific hospitals that and in practices, there was a huge gap in how the products were developed for care and, and the technologies around them. They really didn't focus a lot on the clinical workflow, which is the practical piece that the, that the clinicians can appreciate. Because um, And so with that, I wanted to be able to offer services around advisory consulting implementation services around products and and implementing those products to really fit those practices. So customizing those solutions. And I was, I was successful. I picked up uh, my first client in 2010 and we've been rolling ever since with AMR healthcare consulting. Um, And that is really how I got started And over the years, I've been able to expand the practice and the lines of service based on what the client's needs are and implementing um, different solutions and services around um, digital health, you know, mobile application development, working with teams of robotic experts and so forth. Okay. So we've talked a lot about innovation here and you just mentioned robotics and emrs and ehrs and all the kind of stuff right so for the nurse out there who feels like oh my god the robots are coming to take my job and i can't figure out this new emr and i just want to throw up my hands and give up what do you say to the nurse out there who's who's just kind of tired of the pace of change of technology and they just they don't find themselves really feeling terribly excited about all this stuff that you're excited about and that I really like. So how do those people survive in the job marketplace when technology doesn't really light their fire very much? Right. You know, it's, it's very difficult because working as a clinician, let's just, you know, clinicians at the bedside, I've heard many say, well, you know, I'm just going to retire because I just can't take it. I can't take all, all this technology that's coming in. But there's, there's such a need for practice and practical knowledge that I encourage you, don't give up. What we really have to do is just understand how to work with the technologies to really enhance your practice and to look at it where you can absorb these technologies into your daily routines to help you be more efficient and productive rather than looking at it from a perspective of, you know, the oh God, the robots are coming to take over my job or, you know, now I have to deal with learning all these different working with, um, you know, these machine learning and processing. You know, it's really looking at it with a different perspective. I always think, look at the glass half full, not half empty. Mm-hmm. Look at how it can enhance your productivity and the care that you can provide to your patients rather than um, as a as a negative. 
Right. And, you know, now in 2020, I mean, it, we're 20 years into the new century and the new millennium, and right. there's no stopping the snowball of technology that has been set in motion years and years ago, right? So it's going to, everything's going to keep changing. And electronic health records are pretty much everywhere now you might find a place here and there where they but they use paper charts but that's becoming a thing of the past so i always encourage my clients my coaching clients to i say you know if you're interested and you have the curiosity become a super user like right. just learn everything you can because i've seen how nurses who have that tech savvy are in demand do you do you agree with that Completely. I completely agree. I actually did a webinar last week um, with nurses that were interested in the question is how do I leverage, you know, how do I leverage my experience and how do I move my career into nursing informatics? And I always start with if you're working for a larger organization or a practice, see if there are any upgrades that are coming out, if they have a, a EHR that are that's there. Um, perhaps you can volunteer to become a super user or shadow. If you work in an educational institution, perhaps you can sit in on a couple of different classes to learn more about it. It's all about um, exploring your curiosity as it relates to all of this, because it's new. It's new, it's fresh. Um, we've been at it for a long time, but there's so there's so many new technologies and features and solutions that are here. You have to continuously educate yourself on what's going on and how can you get involved? Because I think for a lot of clinicians, we're scared of what what it all means because it's the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, being a super user, um, working shadowing other informaticists that are in the area and participating in a lot of the professional organizations. I was the founder and the president of the South Florida American Nursing Informatics Association. And through that association, we were able to leverage our network. So we had a lot of students and professionals that would come to the meeting that, that were interested in getting and starting a career in informatics. So... That's great. That's really cool. And I've talked to a lot of informatics nurses over the last 10, 20 years, and it seems like to me, and you can disabuse me of this opinion, okay? <laughs> it seems like to me 10, 15 years ago, if you wanted to become a nurse informaticist, you could, like you said, volunteer to become a super user, right. see if you can help out in the IT department with some new initiative or something, exactly. and then kind of wheedle your way into a job in the informatics department. What I've been hearing lately, the last couple of years, is that that's harder to do now. And if you really are into informatics and you want to kind of put a stake in the ground for your career in that area, that it's better to get a degree in informatics. Do you think that's true or can you still figure out how to create or be hired for a position in informatics without a degree? Oh, absolutely so. My degree isn't specifically informatics. However, I have body and knowledge of informatics from working in the industry. However, um, experience always is important. Okay. For me as a nurse leader, I would lean towards someone who had ex someone who had been working in a department for 10 or 20 years 
in the role of a clinical analyst or informaticist or whatnot, as opposed to a new grad who went straight in to get a master's in informatics, because you you have to have that clinical practice knowledge, which which is the foundation for nursing informatics. Good point. So you still think it's possible without an informatics degree to find a position where you can leverage your skills in that way? Absolutely. There are a lot of opportunities that pop up around um, joining IT and, and clinical teams for clinical analysts. And those positions don't necessarily require you to have a master's in informatics. However, it's very important that you understand the theory as well as the practical, as the practical knowledge. And so seeking to obtain a master's is great. Working in a department, starting off as a clinical analyst is great. Combining the two is even greater. Right. So it looks like there are more avenues to that end than I've been seeing lately. So that's really good to know. And that's good for a listener out there who's thinking, yeah, I really want to do that, but I'm not sure if I have what it takes to do it. So that's nice to know. So for you at this point, then your company does all this consulting and do you create new EMRs or do you help them leverage and utilize the ones that they already have? So both. For We partner up with some of the larger EH, EHR vendors um, to utilize, help them implement some of their solutions with their clients. And we work with their clients to help customize those solutions for their workflows and for their facilities. We also... Um, and then with their ambulatory practices as well. And so AMR Healthcare Consulting also works with individual practices that may not be in line with a larger teaching hospital. There are standalone practices that may not operate under the larger EHR vendors that are seeking to go from paper to electronic or to upgrade what they currently have. And so we work in both in both um, aspects where with the private practices or hospitals that don't necessarily have the larger vendors out of the box and they want to build a custom system, um, my team of software developers and I work to do that. We build custom databases, applications, and um, systems, and also implement those systems. That's great. Okay, so when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about AMR Healthcare okay. and talk a little bit about you know what you do for fun outside of your work and also talk about some of the other amazing things you've done and the recognition that you've received along the way. So we'll be back very shortly with the second half of episode 260 of the Nurse Keith Show. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other awesome listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support The Nurse Keith Show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash nurse keith 
And if you know someone who could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit, so you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. And remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits. What an incredible deal. And please head over to nursekeith.com and sign up for my newsletter, which comes out regularly and brings you supportive messages, updates from my blog and my podcast, resources, and all sorts of other stuff. Remember, nursekeith.com, sign up for that newsletter, and you'll also get a free download from me as my gift to you. Anyway, those are my sincere asks today. So now, Let's dig back into today's topic without further ado. Well, we're back for the second half of the Nurse Keith Show, episode 260 with friend of the pod, Aaliyah Aaron. We've been talking about innovation, informatics, how to break into informatics without even having to get a master's degree, if that's not on the table for you, and about some of the things that Aaliyah has been thinking about and doing in under the auspices of AMR Healthcare Consulting. So, Aliyah, you have won some awards. AMR was awarded the CIO Reviews 20 Most Promising Healthcare Consulting Service Companies of 2019. And what is the CIO Review? So, CIO Review is one of the industry-leading magazines um, for mm-hmm. all things technology. Um, and so, we were very excited to be able to receive this award. And um, it, it really helped us understand that there is a need, you know, out here in the industry for what we're doing. So we were very excited to receive that. And I would think CIO stands for Chief Innovation Officer. Is that true? Right. Chief Information Officer. Um, information, mm-hmm. not innovation. Okay. All right. I have innovation on the brain, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, and what is the nursing innovation hub that NIHUB, what is that? And did you create it? I did. So nursing innovation hub is a health tech startup that I founded and created. Um, and it basically is really focused on globalizing and empowering the, the, nurse-led innovation. And so what that means is that this technology platform is designed to, bring nurses and not just nurses, but an ecosystem of the community. So nurses, developers, designers, engineers, uh, partners, and investors that are interested in nurse-led innovation is really designed as a global platform where members can join and collaborate with others about what's really going on in the industry, some leading trends. And then we have, um, memberships available specifically for those that are looking to further any ideas or products or solutions that are they currently have underway or planning to. So Nursing Innovation Hub came out of a need, again, I'm really good at focusing on what the needs are in the industry. Right. It came out of a need to break down some of the silos that we have and really bring the nurses to the table in in healthcare and innovation, because we have a, a lot of great 
things going on now. A lot of energy is being poured into innovation. We have the well-respected Johnson Johnson um, and all of the great things they're doing with innovation. We have some of the top leading teaching hospitals and all the great things they're doing. So I really just wanted to, um, to bring Nursing Innovation Hub to the table and say, hey, we have a technology platform that is utilized across the world for nurses and developers who have these ideas that want to continue on. Perhaps, let's say you attended a hackathon or you attended um, another event and you're, you feel excited and you're really ready to continue on with the idea. You can come to Nursing Innovation Hub and receive the resources and the support that you need to really help further you through that journey allowing you to not only seek entrepreneurship, if that's what you're doing, but to gain um, experience through that path. I see. Now, if a nurse out there wants to work with Nurse Innovation Hub, is this like something you join and pay a fee for? And are there courses or, you know, classes? And is it done in person or online? So everything is remote right now, which is we wanted to be able to extend our reach and everyone's very busy. Um, We understand that and we can appreciate. And so right now, Nursing Innovation Hub is an online platform. You can join for free. We we did a soft launch about two weeks ago and we have over 500 members that have already signed up. We're so excited. I see. Okay. Yeah. And is there a website for them to visit? It is. The website is InnovateNurseHub.com. And this is sort of an offshoot of AMR Healthcare Consulting, right? Absolutely. This is um, one of the, the startups off of AMR Healthcare Consulting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have you heard of the innovation studio at Ohio State University? I absolutely have. And I'm super excited to learn more about it. I actually was just on a call yesterday with Michael Ackerman. Mm-hmm. And so I was very excited to learn about it and learn about all the wonderful things they have going on there and hopefully be able to take a take a visit there. Yeah, I actually, not long ago, there was an episode of the Nurse Keith Show with Tim Raderstorff. Uh, He's the chief uh, innovation officer at the Ohio State University School of Nursing, and he helped create that innovation hub, which is basically for anyone, though he has a lot of healthcare people and nursing students coming through the hub, creating products and prototypes and all that sort of stuff. And there's also SONCL, the uh, Society of Nurse scientists, innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders, and they've, they're having nurse hackathons. And what I see with you is that you actually have, through NI Hub, you have f- seed funding for these ideas and mentoring for members, and you have a global technology competition called the Virtual Nurse Pitch Fest. So that sounds a little bit like a nurse innovation shark tank. Is it something like that? <laughs> it is. It is something like that. And, okay. And I have a great appreciation for Sunsil because um, that group is wonderful with empowering and leading the voice of and champion nurse-led innovation. And I'm actually attending their, their nurse hackathon coming up in about two weeks. And so 
Um, super excited about that and actually just joined as one of their founding members. Rebecca's great. They've all been so supportive. I talked to Nancy last week. So we're we're looking at, you know, how we can combine forces for the greater good. That's great. Yeah, Rebecca Love and Andrea Hamarillo, they've been on the Nurse Keith Show Wonderful. in late 2019. And um, I'm also a founding member of Sunciel. So there's a lot of great stuff and a lot of synchronicity and symbi- yes. symbioticness happening in this <laughs> innovative space because it's a pretty small world right now, I think, in terms of nurse innovation. You have people like Bonnie Clipper, who was the chief innovation officer at um, at the ANA. Now she's with a, a private company in the private sector. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really cool things happening and you have all sorts of nurses realizing that, oh my God, I can think of a solution for this problem. And now there are actually ways in which a nurse with an idea can bring that product maybe even all the way to market, which is pretty cool. And it sounds like you really want to be another one of those, or you are another one of those champions of nurse innovators, right? Absolutely, Um, because I think it takes a village, right? And so as we continue to go down this journey and collaborate together, and there's there's a lot of room for improvements and opportunity. So um, I'm absolutely enjoying the ride and enjoying being part of this this new this new culture we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a new culture. And for those nurses that we were talking about back in the first half of the show who feel like they can't embrace technology or they just don't want to, I just feel like you can't hide under that non-technological rock anymore in the 21st century that if you're lucky enough to be a nurse who doesn't want to do that kind of stuff and you're working in, let's say, a private practice that still uses paper charts good for you but i think jobs for nurses in the ne- in the coming decades that don't involve technology are going to be really few and far between what do you think of that i absolutely agree because this is the space we live in now everything involves technology and if you you know from i mean we have our kids are in school and they they learn and they work off of their laptops right you know all their books are online and so this is just the world we live in this is where we're going banking is online you know you can order your food online so healthcare is just catching up and we are excited to see where it goes i am particularly I am too. Yeah, I am too. And I I see in your bio that you've served as a nurse researcher for the National Institutes of Health, like you mentioned earlier, and you've been a healthcare IT consultant for the VHA, that's the Veterans Health Administration, Chief Health Informatics Office, and you've been doing all sorts of stuff. So you've had your hot hand in this pie or many pies for a long time. Otherwise, I, you're, you're the author of six proven strategies for successful EHR optimization for informatics nurses, quick reference. Now, is that a book you wrote under the auspices of a publisher organization, or is this a book that you created on your own? This is actually my first um, book, and it's self-published, and it will be available on Amazon um, coming soon. So I'm super excited. And this book came out of a need 
as a consultant um, with my company, working with so many different organizations on not just implementation strategies, but also focusing on process improvement and optimization. So I realized that there was a huge knowledge gap and I want to help um, fill, the, fill that need for a lot of nurses that are working in that space and maybe managing some of those projects. It's just kind of a quick reference guide. As nurses, we like to dig in our pocket and pull out a little sheet of paper that can just kind of help guide us through. And so that's what that quick reference guide is for. I see. And will that be available at amrhealthcard.com once it comes out? It will. It will be available on our website as well. Great. Okay. And then Amazon. And when is it due out? February 2020. All right. That's awesome. So I also see that you've been featured in Women in Tech Review, MedTech Outlook, the Journal of Nursing Informatics, and the International Archives of Nursing and Healthcare, and that you're a very visible person out there in this particular space. And what do you feel most excited about? when it comes to what you think might happen, let's say, between 2020 and 2030? What what are the things that you think are going to really change things for the better in the next 10 years? So what really gets me excited is the thought of the practice changing because um, right now, the practice of nursing hasn't really changed so much since the beginning of times. You know, we're still we're still teaching the same subject and the same theory as we were probably before I was in nursing school. So I think having the knowledge of what these new technologies will bring to the practice of nursing and how it will improve our productivity and efficiency and incorporating those in our practice to really help us focus on improving outcomes and quality care is really exciting. And with the new technologies, nurses are, 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 are being forced to learn how they can work with this. So, you know, as a nurse, you're not just learning how to insert a folding now or how to start an IV. You're also utilizing some of those new technologies of those vein finders or and working side by side with these human-centered robots to help you complete tasks. So that's really exciting for me to think about those possibilities. Right. And so those robots aren't going to like take our jobs away. They're just going <laughs> to, they're going to give us ways to work maybe more efficiently. Though I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of dubiousness about that right now out there that I hear, <laughs> um, but it is happening, right? There's no, there's no turning back from robotics, AI and machine learning at this point, right? Yeah, no, I mean, there is no turning back. The Pretty much you just have to look at it as either you kind of catch up with the times or you get left behind. And mm-hmm. who wants to get left behind? You want to stay in the know. You want to stay ahead of the curve. And um, and that's kind of where we are right now. So you have to stay educated. You have to stay abreast of what's going on in the industry trends and keep up so that you can be as efficient in your practices. Yeah. Living under a rock in that respect these days is probably not smart if you want to stay employed. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, you can it, live it, under a rock exactly. if you want to. Right. <laughs> right. You can live on the rock as long as you have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> other than that, other than, you know, raising children and working and being a nurse entrepreneur, um, what do you like to do for fun? Like, do you have hobbies or there's stuff you and your family like to do? Oh, we do. So we live in South Florida. So Sunshine State. So we're always out outdoors. Okay. And um, we like to explore 
the area and get into all things outdoorsy. The sun's pretty much, you know, shining here year round. And um, so we like to go down to Miami. There's a little place called Bayside. Super cool. We go there. And I personally love to go to the spa. So I see. Okay. Well, that's cool. <laughs> so you all spend yeah. a lot of time outdoors. So you, you get away from the digital technology and kind of do some, some fun things too. Oh, you have to unplug. You have to because you have to recharge. Yeah. Do you do that thing um, that some families do where some people call it a digital Sabbath, like on like Friday to Saturday or, or Monday nights, like everybody turns off their technology and plays cards or something? <laughs> do you ever do that? Uh, we're not that advanced. You're not that advanced? Okay. We're not that advanced. We, I mean, we, what we do is we just kind of, pull away and just go have fun, you know, just do, go to the movies and get ice cream and just hang outdoors and yeah. just have fun. That's cool. That's great. So yeah. you, you balance your hard work and your immersion in technology and healthcare and innovation and running a business, which you do mm-hmm. with just kind of like having fun, getting outside and being, being with your family. Yeah, you have to. You have to have that balance or else you go cuckoo. Yeah, it's it's hard. But a lot of people, I think, lose sight of that, especially, you know, when you have little kids and you have aging parents and you have, mm-hmm. you know, so many responsibilities that you can feel like all you do is work in this life. And that's that's not real fun. So, you know, no, that's not fun. we need to make that's sure fun. that we we can really we can really live the lives we want. And I encourage my listeners and my, my coaching clients to make sure their life is balanced and they don't get out of balance because then that's not very fun, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your time. And before we say goodbye, is there any other tip or piece of advice or that you'd like to share before we sign off? Um, no, I just like to say I really appreciate being on the show with you today and your audience. Um, tune in. And if you are looking for innovative ideas, always check us out nursing um, innovatenursehub.com or AMR Healthcare. Great. Okay. Well, thank you, Aaliyah. This has been great. This adds to the body of knowledge that we've been putting together at the Nurse Keith Show. And eventually I want to put together some sort of article linking to all the all the interviews I've done with all of you amazing nurse entrepreneur innovators who work in the tech space. So I really appreciate that. And and um you taking the time to share your perspective. It's really been wonderful. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to episode 260, 260 of the Nurse Keith Show. And remember, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 260. You're going to want to check out everything you can learn about Aaliyah and the Nurse Innovation Hub and AMR Healthcare. And make sure you connect with her on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and on her website. You definitely want to do that. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered by this episode. And I hope you take some positive, inspired action in the interest of your career and your personal happiness every day. And did you know there are job listings at nursekeith.com? That's right. If you go to nursekeith.com to the drop-down menu that says resources, you'll find jobs from Reload and ZipRecruiter. You'll also find free ACLS and BLS 
certifications. Imagine that. And you'll also find OpenMD, an ad-free search engine for evidence-based medicine, and a lot more. So the Nurse Keith Show is expertly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting, and Mark Capispeason is our stalwart social media ringmaster. I'm very grateful to Rob and Mark for keeping the wheels turning in the right direction. We got to move forward, not backwards, and Mark and Rob helped me do so. So this is Nurse Keith signing off from beautiful and cloudy and rainy Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Aaliyah Aaron saying goodbye from... South Florida, sunny South Florida. Sunny South Florida. It's usually sunny Santa Fe, but just not today. Okay, Aaliyah, thank you. And we will catch everybody next time. 